Welcome to the Membership Guys podcast. Kick-ass advice and tips for membership site owners. Well, hello there. Welcome to episode 137 of the Membership Guys podcast. I'm your host, Mike Morrison, and I am so grateful that you've chosen to spend part of your day with me. I truly appreciate each and every one of you for listening. If this is your first time joining me for the podcast, be sure to hit that subscribe button in iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, wherever it is you're listening to the show from. Hit subscribe to make sure you don't miss a single episode. Today's show is a very special one. We are joined by a three-time guest, a returning visitor to the show, the one and only Mr. Chris Ducker. So this is the third time that Chris has been on the show, and that's something we have a little bit of a joke about and a chat about at the beginning of our conversation. But the great thing is that if you listen to the interviews with Chris, almost in order, you get this evolving case study of what's actually happening with his Upreneur membership in relation to things like his live events and now his brand new book that uh, he's come on the show to have a little talk about. So rather than this just being a bit of a fluff piece about how great the book is, which, well, honestly, it is, I actually took the opportunity to dive a little bit more into what this new book is going to do for Chris as a membership site owner and how the membership has played a role in writing the book and vice versa. So there's lots of really useful stuff to glean from this. And Chris gets real open, real transparent about how things currently stand with the Upreneur membership and the whole Upreneur ecosystem. So. I know you're going to get a huge amount of value from this, so let's jump right into my conversation with Chris Ducker. Okay, so I'm joined today by my fellow Englishman, founder of the Upreneur.com membership community and author of the brand spanking new book, Rise of the Upreneur. Chris Ducker, how the devil are you? I'm good. I'm rising up, Mike, and you've been rising up for many a many a month as well. But no, I'm feeling good, man. It's good to be back on the show. What is this? Number three, I think. It is. Number three. You know, you may actually have been on the show more times than Callie has now. Like, <laughs> I, I so wrong in so many different ways. Yeah, I, I don't even dare to check whether that's right. I think you're at least tied for appearances okay. it's got to be right she comes on once a year for the anniversary show <laughs> to remind people that she's the one who actually does all this work and i think we've done like one live q a recording as well so i think you are now tied yeah. with Callie. but she's got her own podcast now she's off doing her thing living it up as a superstar podcaster i'm yeah the lesser show now so it doesn't really matter yeah well, <laughs> i have to say that to play cater so you know of course you do. You're, you're a smart man. All right. So the last time we saw each other was at Upreneur Summit in London just a few months ago, which was just an absolutely awesome event. And, you know, even though you had speakers like Pat Flay and Johnny Dumas, John Jans, and of course, yours truly, I've got to say mm. probably the highlight or certainly something a lot of people were talking about was that little surprise you had for everyone at the end of day one, where each and every single person in that room hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of entrepreneurs, they got their hands on an advanced copy of your new book, Rise of the Upreneur. So thankfully, I've had a good couple of months to read and to reread the book, but now it's available for everyone, right? Now it's not just that yes. select group of people. It's 
available on Amazon everywhere books are sold. So first off, congrats. It is a cracking book. That's not just me blowing smoke up you. It's a definite Thank must you. read. Yeah. <laughs> definite must Thank read. You very much. Yeah. Yeah. That, actually, you know what? Let's just throw out any questions. Let's just have like a love in. Let's just be me just yeah. telling over and over how great it is. But no, it is genuinely, I think it's it's something that will, I'm positive, become a must read for anyone doing any form of online business. So when I finished the first time around, I thought, even though you've been on a couple of times before, I've just got to get you back on the show because I want to ask you about where this all sits and how everything comes together between your book and your membership. Um, mm. But before we kind of dive into that stuff, for anyone who wasn't fortunate enough to get their hands on a copy at Upreneur Summit, can you let our listeners know just a little bit about what Rise of the Upreneur is all about? Sure. So, I mean, you know, let's let's handle, you know, the the big kind of 800 pound silverback gorilla in the room and say and answer the question, you know, what is a youpreneur? A youpreneur is somebody that is building a business based around them, their personality, their experience, um, what they stand for, what they want to be known for and the people that they want to serve and sell to. That is a youpreneur. Mike, you are a youpreneur. In fact, I would I would I, I would go on record to argue quite heavily about the fact that almost every membership uh, community on the planet in regards to sort of, you know, that mentor or kind of guru type membership mm. um, is a youpreneur without yeah. a shadow of a doubt. Yeah. So, you know, it's perfect for people, you know, like small business owners, entrepreneurs, coaches, consultants, speakers, authors, you know, content creators, the whole kit and caboodle, anybody really focusing around them, their experience and and what they're doing. So that's what a youpreneur is. Um, the book is is ultimately the manual on how to build that youpreneurial business model. Uh, it's broken up into three completely different sections. Uh, the, the first one is building, then there's marketing, and then there's monetizing. Um, so, you know, obviously, if you've already built up an online platform already and you've got a little bit of a following already, hell, skip the first 75 pages. Time is our most valuable commodity. Go straight on to learning how to spread your reach and, and start monetizing. You know what I mean? But, uh, you know, some, some of the early feedback that I got from the book, uh, or rather from people who we gave the book to at the event, were saying to me that they kind of feel like this is like the Bible of personal brand business. And when you start hearing words like that, mm. I mean, you you know, you're obviously very proud of it. So I'm I'm very very happy with this. I, I'll go out on the on the limb here. I'll go on record to say that I think this might be my last kind of business manual type of book. I'm not saying last book. Uh, I'm not saying last business book. But you know, this is the second kind of how to guide that I've written. Um, obviously, the first one being Virtual Freedom. And uh, as you know, as somebody who's not only obviously been a great inspiration to me in regards to the membership side of the Youpreneur brand, but also somebody who's become a good friend over the last couple of years, um, you know, this is my next 10, 15 years. I'm not yeah. messing around with this. So, you know, this is for me, I believe this is actually when everything's said and done and I look back and I'm sort of, you know, sitting in my house, you know, twiddling me thumbs all day, you know, once I retire, I, I think that uh, – I think this will ultimately end up being, quote unquote, my life's work. And so, uh, you know, there's a lot more that we've got planned. Um, and uh, I, I believe the book is going to sit very, 
very, um, you know, very comfortably in the middle of the entire ecosystem that we're building out. Yeah, and it's very much, you know, when you're talking about the Upreneur, and we've, on past shows, spoke a little bit about where that brand and where that term came from. But, you know, essentially, it's 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 you. You know, I suppose the first Upreneur to rise was you. It's about building that <laughs> business where you are the central, I suppose, the central attraction to it. You know, it's... It, it, it's yeah, or, or you're at least center to the business, mm, you know, like yeah. you, you are front and center to it. And I mean, you know, the perfect example actually is one of my businesses, which is Virtual Starfinder. When we launched that business, I already had a personal brand as a VA slash outsourcing expert. So what we did is we built that business based around me and my personal brand and my influence within that industry. Now, you fast forward a few years later, and I'm hardly involved with the business. My face and name is not on the website anymore. And it kind of just runs on its own because it's its own brand now. It doesn't need me to be out there talking about it and pushing it all the time. But, you know, with 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 something like a personal brand business model where you are ultimately selling in some way, shape or form your experience and your personality, um, you know, for me, that's that's future proofing your business right there, uh, regardless of changes or, you know, referendums or presidents or anything else out there. You know, the fact is that if you are dead center to your business and you control what happens within it and around it, then you ultimately future proof yourself. And that's a very exciting prospect, you know? Yeah, for sure. And, and you know, as you, you mentioned before, that is for the majority of our audience, that is what they're doing with their their memberships. There's obviously all sorts of different types of, of membership models, but predominantly, at least within our audience, those memberships are based around someone who is the go-to person. They are the expert. They are, That's as you it. say, that 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 kind of central point uh, to their business. So, you know, I think I think not only obviously is it a very relevant book to that audience, but it's also quite interesting. Hopefully, for our listeners, otherwise this is going to suck as an episode. But it's only quite interesting looking at it from the perspective of the fact that you are yourself a membership site mm. owner. So, you know, this it, it, it's kind of like we have with Member Site Academy. The stuff that you learn from the product itself in the way that, you know, look at Rise of the Upreneur and the stuff that it teaches and talks through in the case studies and stuff, you can learn from that. But also you can look at that broader picture of Chris Ducker, membership site owner, and how that book actually ties in to your whole ecosystem. So, you know, you mentioned Virtual Freedom, which was a bestseller, I'm sure, Rise of the Youpreneur. If it's not already by the time this episode goes out, it'll be undoubtedly a bestseller too. Um, unlike Virtual Freedom, though, this this book does tie directly into your membership, youpreneur.com. Mm. Mm. What does what does Rise of the Upreneur mean for your ecosystem, where your membership, your conference, your public speaking career, masterminding, all of that sort of stuff, as this is all now kind of really expanding and solidifying around this Upreneur brand, what does the book do to that picture for you? It's the front door, you know, for me in terms of a much, much, much broader audience. Mm. And I want to make something very clear as well. The first instance of Youpreneur was the membership. Okay, yeah. so yeah. you know the mem <laughs> it 
everything else that's happened with this brand has come about because of that initial business model of the membership. And so, you know, to give you a bit of a timeline here, and it might be interesting for some of your listeners to understand how this has grown over the over the time since we've launched. So we launched September 2015. We did an event in May 2016, which was about 50 or 60 people in London, little mastermind event. I was 90 odd percent. You were indeed 90 odd percent of the people that were there were Youpreneur members. The other 10% that weren't were by the time the event was over and done with. Okay. So we were obviously growing the membership by putting on the live little mastermind. Now, it was also out of that event, and you were there, you will remember me asking the question very clearly. If I put on a big event here in London, would you lot come along to it? At some point in the future, would I do it? And everybody basically said, yes, we would come. So I validated the idea of doing a big conference based off of a small mastermind group, which was based off of the membership. All right. So now we fast forward and I can see the sales coming in for the conference and I can see everything that's going on inside of the membership and and the wins that people are experiencing. And I'm having conversations and I'm talking and I'm making notes. and I'm looking at our own roadmap, which was inspired by your roadmap, as you know, and I'm looking at what's working and what's not there. We're always fine tuning it and tweaking it, obviously based on our internal content and all that kind of stuff. And before I know what's happening, Oh my good God, I've got a book. This is a book. (laughs) A book is about to be written, and I had no idea it was going to happen. So, I, I, I mean, we, you know, I, I realistically started writing that book in January 2017, and we had it done and dusted in terms of the manuscript around end of July. We edited in August, and then we went to full-blown kind of design mode going into September, just two months before the live event, you know, the conference, the summit was supposed to take place. So then I turn around and I say to myself, wouldn't it be cool to get everybody at this event a copy of the book and just give it to, just gift it to them, just give them it. And we worked our asses off to make it happen i tell you i didn't know it was literally two like two days or something before the event um that i knew the book was going to be there it was really really down to the wire and so you know it just you know what better time to give out a copy of your book than when you've got an audience that are your tribe and are at a live event just soaking this content up to begin with so it just worked out very very well but i wanted to point out that you know everything came from the membership so the yeah. membership is 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 still as integral uh, of a part of the entire ecosystem as as it ever has been and probably ever will be quite frankly but the book now becomes the front door like yeah. i said yeah and i love that it's obviously capitalizing and 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 leveraging the fact that through the membership you've got that core group of youpreneur fans who through the membership have built that stronger connection with you. They've become attached to that Youpreneur brand and then ramping that up through the live events and then really smashing it home through through the summit and then through through the book. And that that kind of staged evolution, you know, do you think you would have been able to do that if maybe 
the timing was the other way around because you see people where they'll they'll want to write their magnum opus and then spin off stuff from that then they'll do yeah an event then they'll take the recordings from the event and they'll create an info product like a membership do you think it would have worked or do you th- either work just in terms of I think like theoretically or do you think you would have wanted to stick with would you want to do it that way yeah no it's a great question i i think i mean ultimately would it would it have been doable yes obviously because plenty of people have done it mm. um but that being said i'm almost a hundred percent sure that if i hadn't have had the membership in you know in place for a good gosh 18 months or so i think before i started writing the book or thereabouts um i don't think the book would have been as strong as it is Mm. quite frankly because of everything that we had picked up and kind of tested and validated over that time we knew like i know i look at this book and what am i let me pick up the copy hold on we are at including the little index of terms. We didn't do a full index, just a couple of pages of, of main terms. We're at 268 pages. Now, I am 100% sure that those 268 pages are the absolute best, at this moment in time, the absolute best 268 pages I could have put into a book of this nature at this time. Now, we might expand on it. We might update it at some point in the future. That's the joys of independently or self-publishing. We can do that. Mm. Um, certainly no plans at the moment, but... Uh, I, 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 I truly believe, man, that the book would not have been as, as good as it is um, if, if we'd have done it first. Yeah. Right? I, I think it would have been a whole different kind of vibe to the book. Not to mention the fact that, you know, there's a whole bunch of case studies in the book to prove that this is a business model that works and can make money from the Upano community, from the membership. So, you know, it just goes to show you. Yeah, and and without doubt, you know, some of those case studies um, and stories that have been spun out of your community, not just from Upreneur members, but also, the you know, there's other influences and relationships you've, you've built up, even if it's just in examples mm-hmm. and stuff like that. Like, how big a help has it been? Like, how much of a game changer comparing, thinking back to the process that you went through with Virtual Freedom, what... In what ways did your book writing process change by having that community to tap in? Um, I, I mean, honestly, other than giving me all the inspiration I really needed to write the book and, and get the ultimate content clean in my head before I actually sort of sat down and started putting the you know the, the chapter ideas together and everything, probably – not much, if I'm to be very honest with you. Um, but that that being said, though, obviously, it certainly helped me get to the point where I knew what my book was going to look like a lot quicker than what yeah. I did with Virtual Freedom, where, you know, you've got 10 years experience in an industry with Virtual Freedom. And I'm like, well, I'm just going to talk about everything I know. Let's write a book <laughs> with 200,000 pages. You know what I mean? It's kind of mad. So it took us a lot longer with Virtual Freedom to kind of get down to the real nuts and bolts of the book and and what it was going to end up looking like with this it was a lot easier a lot faster quite frankly a lot shorter space of time to kind of figure out exactly what the content what the chapter breakdown was going to be what we were going to cover what we were not going to because the community fundamentally dictated what the book or, or actually let me say this the the membership dictated what the book must have been like for it to yeah. work 
And that's the thing. That's the big thing. Now, in terms of the writing process, as you've asked, a lot more different because with Virtual Freedom, I literally tapped out every single word of that book on my keyboard. And I promised myself, uh, after almost killed myself writing that first book, that I was never going to write a book like that ever again. And so with Rise of the Youpreneur, the reason why we were able to knock it out in a matter of like four or five months is because I worked with an editor who interviewed me for 12 hours and just got every single little story and every tidbit and every bit of ad-libbing and every kind of duckerism, as he started calling them, um, out of me, we transcribed all those calls, and then we started to work on them together to rework them into kind of like a book format sort of thing. So that cut the writing process down by probably 50%, yeah. just having that head start. Um I mean, it, it wasn't cheap. You know, I've worked with somebody who knew what they were doing, but definitely it was, it enabled us to not only get the book out to market quicker, but it enabled us to get the book out and, and at the summit, which I think was really key for the launch of the book. And now we've yeah. got all this great video footage. I just literally today, and obviously we're recording this in a little bit in advance of, of when this will go live, but I just literally today got the first draft of the, of the book trailer back for my editor and I'm not going to kind of spoil it or anything because I bloody love it. But, you know, towards the end of it, you get to see some of this footage of the kind of surprise book signing that we did at the event. And it's great. Yeah. And I'm, I mean, it was worth it was worth writing the book and putting the event on just to get that 15 seconds of B-roll for this book trailer. <laughs> you know what I mean? I mean, that reaction, honestly, like I, I think that was uh, that was possibly the biggest reaction when when you actually said and everyone in the room gets this copy of the book early for it, free. Like man, that was, was a bigger reaction than I think any of the speakers may have got. And you had heavyweight, heavyweight. Yeah. And, and in my case, not just talking literally, but you had heavyweight speakers up there. And that that reaction, man, that was that there was a lot of buzz from from that moment carrying through to the signing and the the kind of the social gathering that kind of spun off from that. Like that that was it's it's good that you managed to turn that out. And I remember speaking to you before the event and kind of saying, you know, so am I gonna get a copy of your book, like an advanced copy? It's like, did I don't know. It's like, no, no, can I have a copy? Like, I literally don't know. We don't know if they're literally going to be able to print them know. in time. So it was right down nice. to the wire. And I'll tell you what, there was there were there was actually a printing error on those books. Um and, and I guess this makes them very, very collectible, very limited. <laughs> Mine's edition going on eBay books. now. Now I know that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if you look, yeah, good luck with that. If if you look um if you look very, very closely uh, at the spine of the book, um, right at the bottom of the spine, it is missing our imprint. And me and Mike are on camera right now. So I'm going to hold up the book and show him the little imprint logo at okay. the bottom of the spine of the book. Okay. Yeah. Now that is actually missing on the hardcover edition that was printed. And I'm not, we, 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 we couldn't quite figure out why the imprint logo didn't print because it was on the artwork. So there you go. A little bit of tidbit. Not, I think that's literally the first time I've mentioned that. <laughs> I, I think it's literally the first time I mentioned it. So a bit of collectible edition there, there Mr. M. Yeah, yeah, I don't think it's a big enough mistake for it to fetch anything on eBay, to be honest. So maybe I'll take that <laughs> listing down. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, again, I'm on video. I'll, I'll hold them up. You see what I like mean? Like it, yeah, yeah. 
go <laughs> anyway for you guys listening in sorry about that yeah it's all right i i misspelled my own name on the very first um draft copy of my book back in 2012 so uh yeah <laughs> uh, <laughs> it didn't go out publicly though so that's all right um good good, good. <laughs> now obviously we mentioned kind of tapping into your member base to get their stories testimonials obviously there's some great case studies in inside the book did you find that did you have any kind of challenges with that because sometimes it can be a little easier said than done to actually get people motivated to take the time to write this stuff you know quite often if you ask oh, i'm going to be doing this thing if you can contribute people will be like yeah yeah yeah, definitely without question you can count on me but when yeah. it actually comes to it and i certainly know right. from experience it can be a bit like pushing water up a hill how was that for you how did you motivate those guys it was um you know it was actually harder for me to come up with a short list of people that I wanted to include in the book rather than collecting the uh you know the 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 kind of the feedback the you know bits and pieces that they needed to fill out um I did you know I I did make it very very clear in the email correspondence with people that if they didn't get it back to me by a certain date that they were going to lose their spot in the book. I wasn't going to remind them, I wasn't going to chase them up. This is the date if you want to be included go ahead and make sure you get it back to me in good time. Uh, if you don't, you'll lose your space in the book and I'll, I'll go with somebody else. Um, and I'm very happy to say that every single person that I invited to be featured in the book um, showed up and, and every single person sent it through within good time. So maybe I lucked out a little <laughs> bit, um, but we'll never know. You know what I mean? That's the mystery of book writing. But uh, for sure, though, it was really hard, though, man. It was it was tough for me to whittle that down to that list yeah. um, because I, 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 I had to include some influencer types in there uh, to sort of show the bigger picture of what's possible. Um, and And obviously, you know, I can't write a book of, you know, a hundred thousand words, nobody, well, unless you're Tim Ferriss, maybe you can get away with selling a brick, <laughs> you know, but I mean, I, uh, you know, I was you know quite conscious of, uh, conscious of that. So, um, it was hard for me to actually whittle it down to the, you know, six or seven people that ended up coming directly from the community. Yeah. Um, but I, I know for a fact, and I understand this at this point, except for what we sold over the last 48 hours since the book has gone live, the only copies of the book that have been out in the world were that almost 400 copies that we gave out in London in November. And I know for a fact that there are people that were featured in the book that have gotten business out of the fact that they were in the book. So okay. people who were actually at the summit are now doing business with each other as a direct result. So that's pretty cool. That is very cool. You do realize now, though, you're going to be inundated if you do decide to write a, another book because people are like, well, <laughs> I want a piece of that action. Some of that. Right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. It, it's always yeah. tricky, though. I, I I, kind of feel, obviously, when you're, if you're trying to pick people to, to feature in something like a book, which is obviously different from just trying to get people to give you testimonials and stuff. You know, this is something where they're going to get a bit of exposure and a bit of a rub, essentially, from the fact that, you know, mm. they've been picked. But when you're doing that, when you're choosing people, again, like Youpreneur Summit, there were a few kind of Youpreneur member spotlight sessions where you pull up um, some of the 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 Youpreneur members with great stories to tell, great success mm -hmm. to share and stuff like that. 
on top of that, I know you you kind of pick out some youpreneur members to to have workshops and stuff done inside the membership. Do you get any sort of kickback from that, or or do do you ever? Uh, is there ever an issue with people kind of feeling like they've been overlooked or maybe taking offense to the fact, well, hold on, this person, we're in the same industry and they've been picked to be spotlighted mm-hmm. here. Mm-hmm. And, you know, what about me? Do you, do, you, do you worry about that at all? Do you have a way of dealing with that? I or don't, is it just- um, no, I don't, I don't really worry about it all that much, if I'm to be really honest. Uh, I'm quite vocal with my kind of I, I guess my kind of um should we say selection process and and what goes through like you know if you work your ass off and take tons of action and get great results i'm going to highlight you yeah it's that simple um if if you don't then i won't <laughs> it's that simple i mean you know we look at ramona rice who who won the first ever you know she was the first ever recipient of the youpreneur of the year award which i really actually really wanted to do that at the end of 2016 as kind of like a a big announcement for the community but one of my staff members turned around and said to me boss you can't do it you got to hold it off for the conference yeah. and then you just do it at the conference every year and i'm glad she did because it it was an incredibly uh, proud moment for me personally to hand that trophy or that little award that we had for uh, Ramona over to her. But it actually got quite emotional because of her story and what she's gone through. And I think it was a great way for people in attendance that weren't members yeah. of the membership to actually see just how important the members are to me as the founder, you know? So it, it did great for my, you know, for, for our membership drive uh, during and after the, the event as well. I think all in, I think we had a, like an extra 85 or so people join, you know, within a week of the event taking place, which is great. Yeah. And I think, you know, that kind of really underpins what we said before about the order in which you've, you've kind of built out this ecosystem because without that, you don't have those moments. It's just like any other conference, you know, but the fact that you have that community, you have those people you can bring up on the stage, which of course for someone in the audience, you know, quite often you go to these big conferences and you feel so far away from the people that you see up Mm. on stage, but actually Mm. being able to see people and hear their stories and, you know, maybe you've never heard of them before, but they're doing great things and they're still in their journey like that. You don't get a lot of, a lot of events and same as, you know, within, within books, you read books by all, by experts and gurus and all of that. And quite often the stories they're telling, it's their similarly leveled friends so it's again you don't have that connection whereas actually if you're reading about people essentially just like you maybe they're a a year further on in their story or what have you like you wouldn't get that without having that membership community first to Hmm. then be able to tap into and create those kind of moments and those those little connections and stuff there yeah and i mean you know this is all part of you know the bigger youpreneur ecosystem master plan you know it's we've still we've still got more we've still got more to add to it all um you know there's certainly plans for some uh digital courses uh there's certainly plans obviously for uh you know other smaller live events uh, to kind of feed the fire when people need it through the year not keep them waiting for an entire 12 months um and uh, there's one particular 
uh, part of, of of the ecosystem that I'm keeping very much private and under under me belt. Um, I don't mind telling you off uh, line, but for you guys <laughs> tuning in, you guys tuning in, sorry, this is a, it's a secret. Um, but uh, that that particular um, one is something you know that realistically is probably two three years away. But it just goes to show you what's possible from starting out as just a little membership community and how we've built it up. You know, I'm very, 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 very proud of what we've achieved in such a short space of time. And, uh, hell, we're just getting started, Mike. We're just getting going. Love it. And I think as well, what that, what people really need to be able to take away from that is the fact that this, whole thing this online business thing whether it is a membership whether it's courses you're selling whether you're just trying to figure out how to move from doing coaching to doing something online it's an evolution you know you you mentioned earlier that the book kind of just formed itself on the back of what was going on in the membership that wasn't a a thing that you had to have in place alongside your membership and alongside plans for your event from day one these things grow and evolve over time. So I think sometimes people put so much pressure on themselves to have that fully completed big picture right from the get-go when actually oh, yeah. you, can't, you, you can't do it. It's a long game. You've got to play the long game. You have to play the long game. I use that term all the time um, because you know if you're not planning two, three years ahead – I'll tell you something right now. One of your competitors is, yeah, you're going to get left behind, you know? So I, I, I'm a big believer of the long game approach to business, particularly in sales and marketing. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm blessed to come from a, a very kind of uh, old school sales background. Uh, and you know, the whole kind of, uh, you know, always be closing and, you know, all that kind of stuff. And, and that, you know, that was my kind of initial kind of, you know, my initial kind of foray into the sales world, but it served me very, very well and it hasn't hurt me at all. But I can tell you something right now, all of the businesses I've, I've, I've started and grown and, and still to this day own and operate. See, this is the thing as well. Youpreneur is what I work on every single day. Okay. Whereas my other businesses, which, you know, collectively make me a multi seven figure annual revenue, I hardly spent any time at all on in any way, shape, or form. I could remove them tomorrow. It wouldn't affect my workflow in any way whatsoever. And quite frankly, because now the Youpreneur brand is really growing in the way that I need it to grow in, in all the different facets, I wouldn't really miss the money all that much because I know I'm only a couple of years away from doing the same sort of cash with just one business model compared to just two or three combined. And so, you know, I, I think that it's it's a, the, the big realization for me, Mike, is that I have realized that every business I've ever grown or be involved with in the past, people did business with me yeah. a long time before they ever did business with the companies. Yeah. And that's just, that's personal branding on steroids right there. And once you make that realization, sky's the limit, literally, because once you're in that mindset of saying, no matter what happens in the future, no matter what varying interests I might have or, or different industries I might pass, my core customers will come with me because of me. Yeah, because I'm their favorite, whatever, and that's huge. I mean, that that's that's like you know 
Popeye spinach stuff we're talking about. <laughs> like that's that's a superpower, you know. Love that. I'm gonna have Popeye the Sailor Man stuck in my head now for the next. <laughs> Sorry about that. Twenty four hours. Awesome. I'd gladly pay you two for a hamburger. Gladly. Yeah. Love it. Every time I see Matthew Kimberley on like Instagram, because he's based out of Malta, isn't he? Which and that's where Popeye's village was. That's where they filmed right. the Popeye yes. movie. So every single time that song goes through my head. Popeye the Sailor. Yeah. Anyway. I'm following. I'm following. <laughs> yeah. um, you know, we, we kind of joked at the beginning that, that this is your third time round here um, on the mm-hmm. podcast. But, you know, those three episodes, I think I was thinking about this before um, we, we hit record. Actually, they make for a pretty killer case study because when we first spoke on the show, it was almost two years ago to the day. I checked this. Mm-hmm. Our first episode was 24th of Feb. 2016 this is going out 21st of feb 2018 so almost two years ago and back in that first episode and we'll link to these in the show notes we were talking about what you were doing with youpreneur i think the membership had been open for four or five months and we were yep, talking about yep. you know how you were planning on making youpreneur a global brand and obviously how other membership mm. site owners could do the same thing so that was just a few months after your membership opened then our second interview back in june you were gearing up for the first conference, so we're talking about where that fit into everything and how that's evolved from the membership. And then here we are talking about another key piece of the Upreneur puzzle. So it's a it's a fascinating little case study. But my question is, what are we talking about next time? What's the <laughs> next the next thing on the horizon for the Upreneur? Right. Yeah, I mean, we'll uh, we'll we'll see. Is that you the know, thing we'll that's under that. the hat? <laughs> Well, I'd, I'd like to think that I wouldn't have to wait two, three years to be yeah. back on the show, Mike. Um, but <laughs> well, I, I think know, it, that it depends. It depends on what people think of your performance this time. You know, yeah, got to keep the public yeah. happy. <laughs> I think that. Um, I mean, you know, there's. Look, the one thing I love about the online business game is it changes very very quickly you never really know what's around the corner at the end of the day. Um, I, you know. I, I don't mind going on the record and saying that uh, I've never really truly been happy with the level of the number of members, uh, active members. I mean, we've had a whole, you know, we've had probably close to, I don't know, 1,200 people probably join. Um, and we're at sort of around about 40% of that number now, give or take. I'm, I'm very authentic. I'm very transparent in the way that I talk about my businesses. The only thing I don't talk about is money. I never give yeah. you know dollar or pound amounts I mean, or Nobody likes but, people who talk about money, really. <laughs> not really. No, they want to beat them up. Exactly. So a lot of the time <laughs> anyway. But but I, I, I I've never really truly – felt super satisfied with active member numbers. But I do believe that now that we've got the big flagship event happening every year, and now that we have the book and the reach of a book, if you if you plan it strategy-wise, if you market it properly and you don't give up a month after you launch it and you've yeah. got a good solid machine behind it, a book can build a business. I've seen it over and over and over again. So I I, I think a year from now, when I come back on the show again. <laughs> uh, I love that you're cooking uh, yourself on the show. The seed, just planting yeah. the seed. I would like to say the one thing I'd like to talk about is how the event 
and how the book and obviously the funnel behind the book because there's you know little secret urls in there and giveaways and all that kind of stuff in the book um how those things have helped us yeah. ultimately bolster and grow the membership as a core part of the business because it has to grow it's the one thing if you think about it it's the one thing that truly is super scalable yeah whereas you know yes i can continue to grow the live event a little bit but eventually it'll hit critical mass and i'll be happy with it and you know who knows what that number is going to be but eventually we'll hit it um you know Online courses will sell a certain amount, but you know it's like anything else. Once you sell a course, you sell the course. It's done. It's a one-time gig. We need that predictable recurring income that every growing business needs. And so uh, I'd like to think that that's what we'll be talking about next time is how all these little bits and pieces inside of the ecosystem have fundamentally helped to really spearhead the growth of the very thing that started everything off in the first place. Love that. Love that. Absolutely looking forward to getting you back on the show in the future to catch up on everything that's going on and how that's all come together. In the meantime, I'd absolutely recommend everyone listening, check out Rise of the Upreneur. It truly is a terrific read. That's not just me blowing smoke up your arse. It really is vital reading for anyone building the sort of personal brand, authority-based business that most of us as membership site owners are building. And as membership owners, you'll also appreciate it from that other perspective too, in terms of how it ties into the Upreneur membership. So get yourself onto Amazon, get yourself to riseoftheupreneur.com, grab your copy. And when you do, be sure to tweet at Chris Ducker and at Membership Guys to let him know that we sent you. I don't get any money for it, but the more tweets <laughs> the more tweets that he gets, the stronger my yeah. argument is when it comes to settling, you know, bar tabs and stuff like that. So, yeah. you know, like I that. mean, how many of my book have you helped sell? You know, next round is on you, right? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, yeah. I love it. Yeah. And I will say just real quick, um, obviously, I know this is going out. Um, what did you say? Feb 21? It'll be 21st of Feb. So the book has just come out on Feb 20th, I believe. 20, exactly. So yeah. this is good timing then. So right the way through to and including March 6th. If you go to riseoftheupreneur.com, you'll see there's a couple of little uh, kind of packages that we put together. Um, if you buy, you know, even just one book, you'll get some bonuses. Uh, if you buy a few books and then maybe give them out to your mates or your mastermind group or your members even, I mean, the members would love this as a gift. Mm. Um, you know, if you go ahead and do that, we, we've got like, you know, up to $700 worth of bonuses available and they're up for grabs. All you got to do is just fire off your receipt to us um, and the email address is on that website, riseoftheupreneur.com. But those packages, those bonuses will go from March 7 onwards. So you want to buy them before that date to get all those freebies. Everybody loves a freebie, Mike. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm from Newcastle. Like, <laughs> if it's not free. You, you bloody love a freebie. Yeah. You do. Give me that. <laughs> so, yeah, absolutely. Head on over riseoftheupreneur.com. Get yourself a copy of this. Let Chris know we sent you. And uh, we'll have all these links in the show notes. Themembershipguys.com forward slash one three seven get yourself over there get all the links grab a copy of the book you won't regret it chris as always it's been an absolute pleasure having you on the show good luck with the book thank you my man you're an inspiration that you know you played a big part in all of this and i want to thank you very very much for it
Thanks again to Chris for taking the time to come on the show. I know he's had a hectic schedule as he does the rounds promoting Rise of the Upreneur. And Rise of the Upreneur is available for purchase now. It is brand spanking new at the time that this episode goes out. So head on over to riseoftheupreneur.com to find out how to buy. And if you're listening to this episode before March 6, 2018, then don't be tempted into buying your copy straight away on Amazon. Get yourself to riseoftheupreneur.com because Chris has put together some little bonus goodies for anybody who buys one or more copies of the book before March 6, 2018. And he's been very smart about this in that if you decide you want to buy a whole bunch of copies, maybe you want to give some copies to some of your members, run contests and all that sort of stuff, then there's all sorts of incentives and all sorts of bonuses that you're going to get for bulk purchases too. So head over to riseoftheupreneur.com. That's it from me for this episode. Thanks again to Chris for coming on the show. Thanks to you for spending part of your day with me and with Chris. Hopefully you've found it useful and I'll be back again next week with another installment of the Membership Guys podcast. If you've enjoyed today's episode of the Membership Guys podcast, we invite you to check out the membersiteacademy.com. The Member Site Academy is the essential resource for anyone at any stage of starting, growing and running a membership website. So whether you're still figuring out what your idea is going to be or whether your website is already up and running and you're just looking for ways to grow it and attract new members, then the Member Site Academy can help you to get to the next level. With our extensive course library, monthly training, exclusive member-only discounts, perks and tools, and a supportive, active community to help you along the way with feedback, encouragement and advice, the Member Site Academy is the perfect place to be for anyone looking to start, manage and grow a successful membership website. So check it out at membersiteacademy.com.